Welcome to another jam-packed episode of the Ovada Show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, this week, uh, again, we're joined by a brand new person again on the Ovada Show. We like recent other people who are completely unknown and uh, giving the spotlight. And this week, we're joined by professional wrestling referee, former pro wrestler, by the way, who turned referee. We'll get into that. I want to know why he decided to change his uh, career. Uh, but please welcome along, though, uh, Jonathan Moore. Welcome to my show. Thank you, Edward. It's great to be on the show. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I- I'm happy uh, you agreed to come on because, uh, as we were saying off the air uh, before uh, we began this, I would say you- you've not used your Facebook page for a while. That's how I find you is for your Facebook page. And you've not used it for a while, so I was thinking... I hope he still checks his emails and he and looking up tenants after I emailed him he replies. So yeah. So thank you. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. I still use the email and I'm on I'm on and off the Facebook page, but I just I use my real name under my professional wrestling referee name, so really people just look me up under my personal Facebook page and people get in contact with me that way as well. Well, uh, well, speaking of that, then I actually contacted you on your Facebook page. I've not received a response. Apparently, it was delivered. I sent you two messages, and I sent them back last year, actually, and you've never responded. So that's why I uh, reached out right. to your like page. So you must have never seen me. Uh, my my I've messages. I've never seen it on the other page. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, you, you have to check it out uh, when we finish this. I'll let you know what day it was from. It was from sometime last right. year. Um, so yeah, um, <laughs> but if, yeah, at least I found you. That's the main thing. Um, so tell me about then uh, how you got into uh, pro wrestling, if you don't mind. Oh man, most definitely. This is my honestly like my favorite story is to tell like how I got into the business. Um, I grew up as a kid with my dad watching it religiously every week, and you know one day I you know I was just really captivated really by uh, Jeff and Matt Hardy, the Hardy Boys. Oh yeah and their style of wrestling and just like the the larger than life personas that everybody on the show displayed and <laughs> i told my dad jokingly one day that i was going to be a professional wrestler and he was like well you know if that's what you really want to do then by all means you know go and pursue that but you know with my real job that it made it kind of hard at first but i got into the business because you know, I really just fell in love with the larger-than-life characters and, you know, the emotion that every they can draw from everybody in the crowd. They can make them love them or hate them regardless of how they were even last week. You can come out and be a totally different person and make the people either cheer or boo you. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, so uh, what, what was your favorite bit then? Uh, did you like being cheered or did you prefer being booed and i know what i prefer being and i'm sure many of my listeners will agree that i prefer being booed being much better than being chaired but but what 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 do you prefer man honestly i love the the booze from the crowd Mm, it's great like you can go out there and just be a completely opposite person or you know just portray who you actually are yeah and the booze coming from the crowd that just it that gets me going more than the cheers does honestly yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so what what made you change to go from uh being a wrestler then into being a referee because i was thinking you know that the other way around you know we start as a referee and then turn to yeah. be a wrestler but with you you've gone the opposite way why um well it all started back in March of 2015 when I first started being trained in the business um my 
my real job or shoot job as people in the business want to say um <laughs> I'm, I'm in the I'm in the military, so it made ah, it nice. hard. That's cool. Yes, sir. Um, when I was I went and actually learned to take my first bump when I was 16. Oh wow! And I was still I was still living in Richmond, Virginia at the time. I went to uh, uh, it's now shut down, but it was called Ground Zero Wrestling GXW up in Richmond, Virginia. And one of the people that were in the building that night was none other than Earl Hebner himself. Wow, that's cool. I walked into the building, you know, said I was very interested in getting to know, you know, how they do what they do. And he was like, you know, the first thing you got to do is learn how to fall and protect yourself. And Will Hebner taught me to bump. Well, you know, I'd always wanted to do it. But being a high school kid and really, you know, no significant job at the point, then you really don't have the money to pay for training and fees and dues and all that good stuff that you had to pay for, you know, to get properly trained in the business. Of course. So, you know, I, I went home and, you know, <laughs> sort of self-trained myself on my bed and some mattresses that we had. And But other than that, uh, I got stationed in Germany for two years right off the bat in my military career. So that kind of hindered it a little bit that just delayed me actually getting into the business i still knew i wanted to be a part of it but upon getting stationed here in great fayetteville north carolina (laughs) uh, (laughs) i looked up you know local professional wrestling schools near me and the first one that popped up was ring wars carolina here in hope mills and it's about a 20 minute drive from my house so i went there on one wednesday night to check it out and the journey from started from there um I, you know, I'd always wanted to be a professional wrestler, like I said earlier, because watching with my dad. And so I started learning how to do everything. You know, I knew how to do the basic bump, but they taught me waves beyond just doing a regular bump. They taught me every aspect of the business and, you know, what you need to do and how to protect yourself, how to perform the move safely. Um, then, you no, know, I think it was about seven months later, I started actively participating in shows and going under my stage name Johnny Flawless and everything was going good I was getting better and better by the minute and I was hooking up with a couple people outside of my home promotion and you know just going to other shows getting more exposure and you know different styles and techniques of how to do things but one one night I was wrestling at my home promotion and you know we do what we do in the back it's no surprise you know it's all it's choreographed, you know, we, we talk a little bit about what we do in the back, Absolutely. but you know, my opponent that night decided he was going to leave one thing out. Oh. Well, I get to, uh, my family was there, and I guess that's why he wanted to leave it out and be a big <laughs> surprise, <laughs> but we get outside the ring, and he, he chops me, and you know, and he was like, he tells the referee, you know, the ref's counting us out, and he's like, one more, th- hold on one second, ref, you know, the ref's still counting, but that's his job, and <laughs> He, he, he just whispers in my ear and he, he says, trust me. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> so he suplexes me on the concrete. Ooh. So I land smack. You know, you don't feel it at that point in time. Yeah. Because, you know, your adrenaline's going, I'm, I'm the heel. I'm getting booed. It's, <laughs> it's great. He's getting, the, you know, he got popped and it was great. <laughs> It was, you know, all in the good fun of the match. And, you know, then the next day we have training. So, you know, finish that match out go to training the next day. I'm hitting it hard because, you know, you can't just stay stagnant in the business and be good. So I'm hitting it hard at training. I come home and rest and relax, you know. Get up the next morning and I am hurting. I can barely move. My back's really tight. So I'm like, 
you know, what's going on? Something's not right. Yeah. So I just like, ah, all right, maybe it'll go away. Well, it doesn't go away. A couple months later, I go to the doctor, and you know, I'm like, something's not right. Mm. So they do x-rays, MRIs. Long story short, they, they find out I have two herniated discs in my lower back. Oh, wow. Oh, no. So they were telling me, you know, you can continue to wrestle if you, if you want, but, you know, it's all up to you, and if you can tolerate the pain, well, the pain is not the big problem. Because, you know, you can take medicine if you want. You can, do, you can do all kinds of things to alleviate the pain. Yeah. But the big thing that really resonated in my head and made me switch from being a wrestler to a referee was they told me if you, all it takes is one wrong move and you're going to be paralyzed from your waist down. Oh, wow. So they were like, so I was like, okay, well, you know, that's the end of Johnny Flawless as, as we know him. Yeah. And... Then I transferred into being a referee um, about 2017, early 2017. I transferred into being a referee. Um, there was another referee at the time, actually, funny enough, the one that was counting me out when I got the herniated disc during the match. <laughs> um, he's a really, really good friend of mine. His name is Referee James Hunter. He's also here. And he's yeah. also the senior yeah, in, in this house, in this he, studio. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a great friend of mine. You know, he's he's senior official for AML. He's also the senior official for Ring Wars Carolina and a couple other promotions around North Carolina. He he really took me under his wing, and I give million thanks to him because without him, I would not be anywhere near the referee I am today. Honestly, he took me under his wing. He he showed me the ins and outs of the business. Uh, ended up attending a. Earl Hebner seminar, you know, Earl and Brian Hebner, they were there teaching, you know, listen to them and what those guys were saying, it was just truly unbelievable to like, it really opens your mind to the referee is more than just a referee and you'll still hear it in the back, <laughs> some of the older, older vets in the back will still say, just count to three kid and it's like, well, it's, you know, it's way more than that, you're really that third person in the ring mm. that can make or break a match. Absolutely, absolutely and uh, so... Back to my question again. Uh, you're you're like a politician here, okay? You you try to avoid questions, answers as uh, we we get people in, like you all the time on the show. You know, as we start, I'm 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 obviously in the wrong business. I should start questioning politicians. Um, but let me reword the question for you. Um, when you say about James Hunter, do you mean he's actually in where you are right now, or do you mean in the area? Oh no, sir. He's just he's just in the area. He he lives like. 30 minutes from where right. I live. Right, okay. I thought, I thought he, you know, you both have your own like, house together, something like that, you know, rent out, you know, <laughs> like best friends kind of thing, but now now, now it makes more sense. Okay. Just want, just want to clarify that. In case people might think, okay, <laughs> I didn't know them to, you know, our very best friends outside the ring, you know, kind of thing. So I just want to be out so yes, clear. We um, most definitely are best friends outside the ring. One of my good friends in the business. <laughs> That's good to hear. So, uh, and it also makes clear when when you sent me the the request here, um, it said you're currently your 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 current location is in Germany. So I was thinking this morning, uh oh, maybe no, I, I'm not in the UK. Maybe you think I'm in the US, maybe. So I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping we're still on at 4 p.m., which we are as, as we're speaking right now. But I didn't, I didn't, you know, realize that you were not in Germany right this minute. So uh, you need to update your your your, your location there. But uh, I means how often do you 
go into the military? Is it when they just call you, or do you have a procedure to go back? Oh no, sir. I'm I'm in the military all the time. I, I honestly, I just got home from work and switched into this, and now we're here on the show. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I get yeah, I get yeah. So means um, so means you work means you, you means you work at the military every day. Then I'm guessing. Yes, sir. Ah, okay. Most definitely. Okay, gotcha. I, 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 again, this is all new to me. Uh, we, don't, oh, we, we don't have a military person on, so uh, we thank you for your work, and I'm sure my listeners will also be saying, uh, will be agreeing with me that uh, thank you for your work in the military, but keeping every American safe in the U.S. and beyond. Um, so tell us about uh, AML then, of course, a um, different company. We've never talked to anybody before from AML, so I mean, you can be their spokesperson for at this minute. Um, what did it stand for, and... Um, what has been your favorite moment so far in that company? Oh, man. All right. So, uh, answer your first question. Uh, AML stands for America's Most Liked Wrestling. Interesting. Uh, that's, a, that's a weird name. I, yeah. I have to say. Weird name. Uh, I thought the same thing when I first heard it. I was like, <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> but honestly, like, it's run by Tracy Myers and Brian Hawks. Um, you know, they're the owner and promoters of AML Wrestling. And out of Winston Salem, and you know we we go all around the local areas, but it's really a great company. Um, <laughs> bring top notch talent. We really do bring top notch talent. We have a big. We have two big shows every year. One being Confrontation, which goes uh, it pits the uh, superstars of AML, the top superstars from there, and it makes them you know go against people they may not have ever been in the ring with before, like. People from Impact Wrestling, Major League Wrestling, um, AEW. There's so many people that come to AML. AML. Okay. Yeah. Well, I really, I appreciate really you actually mentioning Impact Wrestling and MLW, Major League Wrestling, the best Impact, the, the best underground wrestling promotion in the world, uh, which you can catch every Monday on Free Sports. I am not uh, affiliated with Free Sports or with Impact or with MLW. It's, it's from my heart to the people to watch it every yes. Monday night, 10 p.m. on Free Sports here in the UK. Um, so you get all these different talent in there, don't you? And uh, so, so tell me about then who's been uh, your favorite to see come from MLW or Impact or AEW onto AML then? Man, um, I honestly have to say my first year at WrestleCade, um, I was lucky enough to get one of the like on the main show i had one match on the main show and it was a it was a six-man lucha tag match oh wow uh, that was crazy <laughs> it was insane to try to keep those guys contained it and try to really enforce the rules because you have um super crazy huvatu guerrero caleb conley you have uh pj black you have willie mack from lucha underground yeah it was those guys were insane they were all over the ring Oh, and Jason Kincaid was on there as well. Uh, he was the sixth man, and it was insane to try to keep those guys under wraps and really keep them contained and in the ring and, you know, try to enforce the rules that we all know that are there. Yeah, and, and I bet many of them don't even speak English as well because, you know, from Lucha background, you know, I bet, I bet, I bet you had to learn a bit of Spanish uh, when you found out you had that match. Most definitely. You know, I... Uh, Super Crazy came up to me when he found out, you know, I, when I introduced myself as his referee for the night, and, you know, he was telling me, he was he was speaking very broken English, but you could understand that he was saying that he didn't speak much English, and, right. you know, to try to keep him on cue with, you know, Spanish. 
Yeah. So, you know, I learned a couple key phrases that he wanted me to learn. And tell me, tell me, what 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 were the Jesus of Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> it was really just to uh, make the counts in Spanish. Oh right, right. Uh, uno, dos, tres. Is that is, is that Spanish? Uno, yeah, uno, dos, and tres. And you know, it was really just simple things and like you know, just give each other hand signals that he wanted me to give him. Not really, you know, it wasn't a lot of verbal Spanish, but it was just some hand signals and you know cues that he wanted me to give him. And he gave me some actually, you know, he saved he saved me one time in the match. I'll never forget it. Um, one of the guys were coming in. Yeah, you know, he just gave me some hand signals, not really verbal cues or anything like that, but, you know, just some hand signals to throw to each other and him to throw to me to keep, you know, both of us where we need to be, at, you know, during the match. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I was still very young in my officiating career because, like I said, I just started refereeing really <laughs> in early 2017. So to be on this big stage in WrestleCade, you know, you get a little nervous and Forget, you know, ring positioning because I'm still very early in learning it and learning how to move around the ring in a very efficient manner. But he he really saved me one time. Um, Caleb Conley was coming into the corner to splash Juventud Guerrero. And <laughs> I was I guess I didn't move out the way quick enough for Super Crazy's liking. Oh. So he, he touched, he, he grabbed me and moved me out of his way. Oh, that's good. At least he didn't get no doubt. That's the main thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, so tell me about this. And after this event, then did you uh, pick up any? Uh, did you pick up any other numbers? And kept in contact with that night. So super crazy or PJ Black? Most definitely. Uh, I see PJ Black and all those guys at least once a year at WrestleCade every year. Right, okay. And we always keep in touch. Everything you know, we pick back right right where we left off. Honestly, um, you know, really built a good relationship with um, Crimson and Jack Stain, the War Kings. Yeah, yeah. Um. Every match that they have had at AML, I've I've been the referee for them. Well, they're most likely then to uh, have you up here every time. Yes, sir, most definitely. I never forget like my first match. The, you know that I found out I was going to be the referee. I was so nervous because <laughs> I grew up. You know, I grew up watching these guys. I yeah. seen Crimson on Impact. Yeah. Oh, and back then it was called TNA. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, TNA back yeah. then. And TNA, TNA. <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> and um. You know, I was super nervous because I, you know, I knew who those guys were, and you know, Crimson just took me to the side. He was like, "Don't worry, man, you got it. You know, just calm down. You know, we're, we're nobody. We're just like you." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're all right. You say you are." But no. <laughs> no, no, no. He's quite famous. Uh, go yes. Crimson. Um, at least you've not. Hopefully, you've not uh, had the whap of a spear then. No, that's not at all. That's good to hear. That's that's good to hear. Um, so. Tell me about, uh, now recently, uh, there's been an event going on on social media, which has happened a few months ago now. Uh, it was everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, wherever you're on social media, it was there, popped up, right in your face. Like, in your face. I mean, I, I, I literally mean that, in your face. It was <laughs> a referee uh, cinema uh, with your face on the front cover of it, with, with um, James Hunter. Uh, and some of the guy, I don't know who he was, but uh, with you two on the face of it, and it's really in your face kind of thing. I don't know how I came across it, but it's in your face. Everywhere I looked, it was there. You were there. Um, tell me about sure. how that, the whole thing came about, and uh, and was it a success? Okay, yes, sir. Uh, first off, it was a great success. You know, I give thanks to Tracy Myers, Brian Hawks, and uh, Coach Josh Gary, the lead trainer at the AML Pro Wrestling Academy right here in Winston-Salem. And, you know, it all came about because one day um, it was myself ben grayson and james hunter were the were the officiating team at aml currently and josh uh josh gary coach coach josh he hit me up on facebook and 
he was like, you know, would you be interested in doing a professional wrestling uh, referee seminar, you know, to kind of give the guys, you know, a heads up or, you know, just try to bring young, aspiring referees into the business, you know, teach them a little bit. And I was like, you know, most definitely. And he got in touch with all three of us and we all came up with a date and a time and we got there and it was a great success. Uh, we taught a bunch of guys a bunch of little things about the business and I it was I really like how you get interrupted by uh, interrupted by, I, I, I like how you get interrupted. You know, it's amazing, uh, this show, people. It's amazing how many people come on this show and they do not turn their mobiles off. Put them on silent, don't do anything. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, sweet. Don't people know you're on the best podcast in the world, okay? And and they <laughs> and it, it, they want to do another podcast. You know, I bet I bet they have to turn the phones turned off and all this other business. But here, maybe 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 all podcasters. May talent before the show goes on. Turn your phones <laughs> off before we start. On my show, I don't say nothing like that. You know, we just let go uh, on the on 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 the flow. Uh, who was that, by the way, texting you? Because I'm going to uh, tell him to yell yell at them. Say you're on the best podcast in the world. Do not text <laughs> me again till I text you back. Something like that. <laughs> it was actually James Hunter. <laughs> ah, well, tell him, and I'll say it's public on the air, and it will go out on air right now. Uh, when this comes out, James Hunter, how dare you for interrupting the best <laughs> podcast in the world? How dare you? <laughs> You'll hear that now, won't you, when you say it to him? Uh, oh, can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll you, you hear that back and think, wow, what a guy this guy is. What a punk. Um, so, um, how many people turned out to the uh, semester then? Uh, it was about 20 people that bad. showed up. That's not bad. A, some of them were, you know, just wrestlers, you know, just wanting to... You know, really get an insight of what they can use and how they can use the referee to their advantage while they're in the ring doing what they do. And the other half were uh, aspiring referees that just want to be in the business. And it was it was a really cool moment because there was two gentlemen that showed up and they had never stepped foot in a professional wrestling ring before. Oh wow! So we gave them that opportunity, and you know, we showed them, you know, the the respect thing of wipe your feet, just down to the simple little things like that before you step in, and they they just had the biggest smile on their face and it was just a great reward just seeing everybody come together and learn learn things about this great business that we're in yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and uh i'm glad it was a great success and i'm glad uh i, I like how you just said about um you know using the ufu to the advantage i'm guessing what you mean by that is to knock them out and do some dirty moves while referee is out cold to get the upper hand is that what you mean by that or do you mean <laughs> other things i'm sure you mean other things but you know we're having a bit of fun here but yeah go ahead oh yeah most definitely uh that definitely does happen from time to time but i'm talking about the the more legal kind of things you know <laughs> they, they can uh they they can use us to communicate things back and forth if they need to. You know, I don't want to expose too much of the oh, business. Oh no no no! Please don't do that. <laughs> it's not. Like, it's not like a, like, like a cave age show. Um, but um, yeah, absolutely, of course. But I bet it's quite hard for you to remember exactly what moment you need to tell the wrestler something. You know, kind of thing like to communicate something from the back. I uh, bet sometimes they're confusing or sometimes you may forget and all things, you know, may just happen in the match where you may be told something right there and then without pre-warning. Mm -hmm. I bet it's quite hard to figure out when to say it to the wrestler because they might be busy doing a move or, or doing something to taunt to the fans. Most definitely. Uh, that's, that's still one of the things I find really hard to this day is, you know, when to communicate to that wrestler. Like, I mean, 
obviously when they're breaking the rules you can get in their face you know you, you know tell them you know no hair pulling open the fist you know the regular rules but honestly like there's things that you know that happen in the match and you know you have to communicate because they're not supposed to go over a time limit so you have to the biggest thing you're telling them you know is their time and it's so hard to communicate that time to them sometimes because they're either taunting the crowd getting cheers from the crowd or they're in the middle of a move they're always they're constantly moving around the ring and it's it's really difficult to know when to talk to them yeah and and i want to know as well then uh, how do you know what time it is like do you have somebody backstage keeping you on track of what time they got left or are you keeping a time as well counting and and making sure that they're, they're following the rules and such yeah um so uh some shows they have like a little like a little light signal or a cue for the referee to you know tell okay. them tell them that they're getting close to their time but usually i if you watch me in videos i'll keep a watch i have a watch yep. on and i'm keeping the time for the wrestlers in the ring to let them know that you know they're at this time why wow, okay i mean i'm guessing you have it on like a countdown there means when yep of, of how much the time limit there is and um so I'm guessing then I could be wrong in 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 title matches in AML, okay? I'm guessing the time limit is either longer or they don't have one depending. Yeah. Yes sir. Um so one in particular the Prestige Championship, it has a very strict 15 minute time limit. Why? If, okay. if if it goes to 15 minutes, I call for the bell. I have to. Yeah. That's my job. I call for the bell matches a no contest and the p competitor that is currently going against the champion automatically gets another shot at that championship at a later date oh, wow. but okay. interesting for, for like the for the heavyweight championship it's they have a time limit but it very rarely gets reached it's usually like 30 minutes sometimes it'll be longer quite yeah, that's a long time for a match <laughs> <laughs> most definitely yeah yeah uh, i i of course, if it's an Ironman match, then I can understand the time limit. But I mean, uh, if it's like a regular match, three minutes, I don't think it would go like, too long unless it's something very spectacular or something different or something unique is happening. Yes. And uh, that leads me on to my next question. You see, I, I link it all in. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping you're following along here. Mm -hmm. um, we're linking it in. Uh, what's been the most spectacular, uh, different kind of match type you've been a part of so far oh wow um i would have to say the most different kind of match that i've been a part of was just the <laughs> we just had it recently it was it was set up like a tables ladders and chairs match but if you know anything about the competitors that were in the ring one of which was it's half of the gymnasty boys white mike yeah um and you know how he he's a character and he he changed the the tea instead of tables he wanted it to be toys okay. we had no idea what that meant at first until later on in the match he he dumped something out of a bag and you know i don't want to give too much away you can go watch the amlwrestlingnetwork.com there you go nice plug i like it <laughs> <laughs> gotta plug the yeah promotion. yeah definitely definitely aml wrestling.com there you go good and, advice and you know the uh, the other competitor jb cole he's he's a very new upstart here in winston-salem and you know the north carolina area he is a product of the aml wrestling uh pro wrestling training center and he was actually a former referee i refereed with him a, for a little while and then he turned into a wrestler he brandon scott was picking on him and he finally had enough and 
he traded in his stripes for boots, and it, he's been good. But he's his his character is more like a race car character. So he turned the C into ch- instead of chairs, it was car doors. Okay, uh, and, and, then, and I bet I took you a minute to figure out what that meant as well. I'm guessing. <laughs> Most definitely, I was like a car door. How's this? <laughs> <laughs> and then the the L they kept the traditional ladders for that one, so it was yeah. a a toys ladders and car doors match. So yeah, that was unique, very creative, but yeah. very interesting to be a part of. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and of course you can't give us the result of the match. Sometimes like who would want, but that I, I, I get the spoiler, right? So again, where <laughs> can my <laughs> listeners find the match again? Where they can find it again? Let's get another plug. They can find it at amlwrestlingnetwork.com if you can subscribe for four ninety nine a month. Okay, interesting. I'm, I'm guessing there's no free trial before that. You go straight into. No, there is a there's there's like a thirty day free trial. I think. There we go. There we go. You Thank up? you. There you go. Yep. So if you sign today, you get a free thirty day trial, and if you like what you see, then it's only four ninety nine a month. You say? <laughs> yes, sir. You there can four ninety nine a month and. Or you can just uh, watch the shows individually. They have their own price. I think it's four ninety nine to just watch it individually. So if you're going to do that, you might as well sign up for the free trial and then pay four ninety nine a month, and you can watch all the AML wrestling you want. Yeah, from the past and present. And you never know, Most you may definitely. see Jonathan Moore here uh, get kicked around and uh, referee some amazing matches and hopefully uh, see more unique and crazier matches in the coming months because everybody has to up their game you know over competition in the area you have to up your game and um what um you know you go and uh, my next question is for you then is really will you ever be coming to europe uh in the near future with your military you know you never know if you went to base somewhere else maybe will you referee somewhere else you know in the meantime Yes, sir. Uh, funny you mentioned that. Um, I am actually moving out to Las Vegas, Nevada, August 1st. Ooh, ooh. So, so let me guess. Are you going to join Future Stars Wrestling or yes, sir, Big that is the pl- League I'm gonna Wrestling? Go, I'm going to go check all of them out, you know. I, but the main one I've been looking at right now is Future Stars of Wrestling out there in Las Vegas. And, you know, that's, that's my plan to carry on for the future. And I look forward to uh, coming back here to... Winston-Salem, North Carolina, every every year for WrestleCade. Um, WrestleCade, this year, they're switching it up. Usually, it's it's a Thanksgiving tradition. We have it on Thanksgiving weekend, but not this year. It is the weekend of December 1st this weekend, this Crikey. year. Crikey, that's a long way away, isn't it? December 1st. Yes. We're not even at the end of... Uh, we're not even in, in August yet. We're only about in December 1st? My God. <laughs> okay. December 1st. Mark it in your calendars. This show way before December 1st. I means you can check it out. Book your tickets and be there in person. If you're not there in person, then you can be square because you're going to see some of the best talent you can't find anywhere else in the world. And uh, you'll see some crazy things. And it's good to see Super Crazy still yes. in uh, action today. Because uh, we, we don't really see him over here in the UK much. He not really come over here. So it's like, is he... Is he, is he uh, retired as he you know left the business you know but it's good to hear his name around still um oh yeah now i made a mistake it's not big league wrestling it's big valley wrestling bbw in las vegas nevada i should really know that because i do have family in nevada but um but yeah they are the uh, the two main companies uh there in good old las vegas nevada so is that a permanent move? You're moving there forever? And uh, it's going to be quite sad not seeing you in North Carolina anymore. It'd be bad for us because we can't really do this anymore because of the uh, time difference. <laughs> yeah, the 
definitely the time difference will uh, hinder doing another one of these. But I mean, if you can make it work, then and we can you know settle on the time like we did today. I most definitely be willing to do it again. I've had a had a blast on the show. But um, as far as the moving to Nevada, I will be out there for at least two years. I'm not sure after that. Um, we really don't get too much of a heads up on any moves or anything like that until it's time to do it. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Uh, and this season's my next question as well. You can tell me it's a bit too personal for you, but again, um, do they help you define a place in Las Vegas, or or do you find out completely all by yourself? Uh, no, sir. They uh, they leave it up to you. So I've you know I've been looking at places, but they give you they give you an ample amount of time once you arrive to the area to go to go find you a nice place to live and to get settled into the area gotcha gotcha well uh, i'm sure the biggest thing for you would be the heat because i bet in north carolina it's quite you know warmish and coolish but i bet in nevada it's going to be really hot there in the desert uh and really cool in the evening uh how are you um uh, what your word I'm looking for is uh, I can I, I I got in my head but I can't say the word now. <laughs> it's stuck in my head. I really want to say it. Um, it's it, it's not a D, okay? The word is D. Can you uh, say it for? I can't say it for some reason. <laughs> oh, and just like accommodate, how do I like try uh, to get used to it? Yeah, like the apt. Uh, you know that word. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I get to the like a new place and just. Go out, you know, go outside as much as you can, especially because in Nevada, like you said, it's going to be very hot and just got to get used to the area and used to how everything is out there. I'm sure it'll be very different than here in North Carolina where you do have some cool days and you have some warm ones as well, but not quite as warm as the desert. Yeah, yeah. And uh, let me just go into my clock and uh, let's see what the current temperature, as we're doing this podcast, again, the, the temperature will vary when... Uh, we're, we're from it on June uh, the 28th uh, here, and uh, the current temperature in Las Vegas, Nevada is 36 degrees. Uh, that's in uh, Celsius. Um, I don't know what it would be in uh, Fahrenheit, uh, unfortunately, but uh, that's 36 degrees hour temperature. It's quite hot there today. Uh, yeah. Almost almost as hot as here, uh, here in the UK, after a little heat wave we've had. Uh, but there you go, a bit, bit of a, a weather temperature there for Las Vegas, Nevada, one of the best cities in the world, but not as great as Manchester, UK. Um, but and also as well, um, will you be coming to uh, the UK to uh, to uh, show your refereeing skills to the greatest city in the world, Manchester, anytime soon? Yeah, I am not opposed to going overseas to, you know, to referee in any capacity, even just to, you know, help out with any shows over there. If there is any promotions listening, watching, then, you know, look me up, contact me, and I will definitely, I would be more than willing to come overseas to the UK and help. Great to hear, and uh, and as we're talking here, it's getting darker and darker. Like you could <laughs> see me before, then no, you can't see me. So I apologize for, for for you can't see me now, but hey, um, we'll carry on. Um, yeah, definitely, it'd be cool. So cool to see you in person. You know, we could uh, meet up in person for once and uh, see you in in in, in the flesh. Um, 
But uh, in, in, in your last few months being in uh, AML, um, who are you looking forward to refereeing before you say your goodbyes? Ooh, who would you AML? referee does for? Yeah, for AML. Who, who would you love to re- referee for before you leave? Um, I really, really want to referee uh, Mr. George, no, Mr. Number One George Southmatch. I would love to do that. That would be an honor of mine to referee match for him. There you go. There you go. Uh, so make it happen, AML. <laughs> Make it happen before it's too late. Before it's too late, and you may never, never, never see Jonathan again in AML wrestling. Of course, if you're a fan of uh, of Jonathan Moore, you have to go to his show in August or before to check him out for the final time in North Carolina, or make the long trip out to Las Vegas, Nevada, into Sin City <laughs> to see him referee for Future Stars Wrestling or even Big Valley Wrestling. Uh, have Have you actually uh, reached out to uh, FSW? I have not yet. That is currently in my future plans because uh i'm getting up close to uh being my time to leave so i'm gonna contact the promoters out there and you know see if i can benefit their show in any way and if so then i would be more than happy to help and there's another company as well called versus pro wrestling also in las vegas nevada uh okay. so yeah, check them out as well i know i know all these promotions in las vegas you know you really do i need to come to you to get <laughs> get off names <laughs> Hey, this is why this is the number one podcast. This is why there's number one podcast, matey, because we, I know all the companies. There's no company I do not know, and I don't read any magazines either, you know. I want to get back in with the magazines again, but nah, I don't read any, and I don't know these companies, you know. You want to know how I find them? Just type in hashtag Indie Wrestling on Instagram. That's how I find, came across all these promotions, you know. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, one more thing, again, um... Where can my listeners find you on uh, social media if you do social media? Because some people say, oh, I don't do social media. I definitely do social media. Uh, I have Instagram. If you look me up, I'm Instagram, Jonathan Moore123. And if you find me on Facebook, it's Referee Jonathan Moore as the the professional page. And then I have my personal page under Jonathan Moore as well. Yeah, but he will not respond to you on that page. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised you don't do Twitter. That is one realm I have not uh, dived into yet, but I've been hearing from uh, quite a few people that I should probably get me a Twitter. Yes, you need to do so. I don't know why, because then I can treat you when the podcast goes up, and you can shut all your followers on Twitter and all your friends on Instagram and uh, all your followers on Instagram and all your friends on Facebook uh, to check out the best podcast in the UK. Um, Again... It's been a pleasure having you on. Of course, we spoke for longer than uh, originally planned for, you see. Uh, <laughs> we, it's gone over like 40 minutes now we've been speaking for. Maybe for a three-minute interview. So thank you for, for uh, enjoying yourself. I'm guessing you've enjoyed yourself on this podcast. Most definitely. I've had a blast. That you know, Thank you for having me. It's been an honor to be on your on your show, sir. Yeah, definitely. And um, so how would you uh, rate this show then out of five compared to the other podcast you may have appeared on? Let's see that. Let's see. Our listeners will think about oh this. man honestly you are my very first podcast so i have to give it a five great that's good to hear i'm glad they got a five because see so you must have to give this podcast a five star rating on apple podcast yeah i like that again <laughs> give it five stars on apple podcast today it helps me out really good because it helps me boost up into the uh, numbers the closer we get to the top the better numbers we'll get more listeners and tune in more listeners find out about the show and about other companies we mentioned at AML. Of course, you can find them on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash AML Wrestling. I'm pretty sure it does come up like that. I'm pretty sure they're on Twitter as well, having AML oh, Wrestling. 
Yeah, pay time. And again, on Instagram as well, on AMO Wrestling. Um, and uh, I have to say as well, then, um, it's been an absolute pleasure. And will you have to give your Shrimp shirt back to them, or can you keep it? Uh, no, sir. Uh, the referees, uh, we got together, and we got all the uh, things printed on the sleeves. So it's mine to keep. Uh, that's good to know. I mean, at least you can keep it in storage, and maybe one day you might uh, put it on eBay or something, and, uh, and <laughs> I, I sign an autograph shirt if you never come back to AML. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been a, a pleasure having you on the show and uh, make sure you do check him out and if you are a promoter or an owner of a company and you want to book Mr. Jonathan Moore then feel free to. You can find him on his Facebook like page, like him today, hit all your wrestling friends and spread the word. He's heading to Las Vegas. So if you are in the Las Vegas area, beware of the best of <laughs> three from North Carolina heading your way. Uh, funny because we, we actually did interview somebody from Las Vegas a few weeks ago. Uh, on this right show, so he he works in Versus Pro Wrestling, so that's how I know that company as well. See, uh, forgot to mention that. So I should mention that one first, didn't I? Really, but anyhow, um, if you enjoyed today's show, then make sure you subscribe to us, follow the podcast if you're new around here, because again, more because then you get notified when a new episode comes out. Because we interview people from MLW, Ring of Honor, uh, AML now as well, including AML, uh, you know, in Las Vegas and, and many other places as well in the world because this is the very best podcast in the world based in manchester uk where you get to feel the real me if you want to know what i am really like then tune into this show and you can follow me on twitter at underscore edward underscore it's the only place where you can find me there uh, as i'm really nice on twitter really nice on here uh, I make sure as well if you want to see exclusive clips before the air on my podcast on Apple Podcast and Spotify make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel there's some uh, clips on there from Ace Austin who my guests uh, listen to did you enjoy that show? most definitely that was a great great podcast that's good there I'm glad you enjoyed it uh, what, what, what was your favorite bit about that show? just him being Ace Austin and you know really talking about everything that he's done in the business yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a quacking Jew, dude, and uh, he may be a bad guy on TV, but he's a great guy off camera. Yes. Um, but yeah, definitely check him out. You know, he may come to WrestleCade, you never know. If you want to see Ace Austin there, book him today on December 1st. Um, that'd be cool to see him there in, uh, in WrestleCade. Um, but there you go. Until the next episode, and make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel and uh, enjoy the rest of your morning, afternoon, night, or evening.